0: Introduction by Ellen McGrath Smith, Project Director and Editor. In the fall of 2020, my laptop screen filled with faces, some of which I'd never seen before. They were the faces of nearly a dozen Pittsburgh based writers, half of whom identified as disabled, and an equal number of Pittsburghers with disabilities who had agreed to take part in this project, sponsored by the City of Asylum and the University of Pittsburgh, with funding from the Heinz Endowments, the Pfizer Foundation, the Quequeg Foundation, and the Staunton Farm Foundation. But faces on a screen doesn't fully describe this first gathering of participants in the Pittsburgh Live Slash Ability Encounters in Poetry and Prose project. There were faces as well as the bodies of deaf-blind participants their hands communicating in ProTactile with ProTactile interpreters. There was the sound of a Dynavox speech generator. There were ASL signers on the screen, and there were captions for which I, as a hard of hearing workshop facilitator, was grateful. We were a diverse, multilingual, multiply disabled, and multiply abled group. When the City of Asylum co-founder Henry Reese and I first discussed this project. We both imagined our first initial workshop gathering to be an in-person event at Alphabet City, the performance venue and multi-purpose headquarters of City of Asylum on Pittsburgh's north side. We imagined refreshments, touch, chairs, and wheelchairs, handshakes. Then came the global pandemic that has stayed with us longer than most of us could have predicted. So a Zoom meeting it was, but a very busy one. Some of the writers already knew their partners, but many of the pairs were meeting for the first time to determine how to carry out the project going forward. Some partners decided to collaborate. Others planned on a series of interviews, with the writers producing a piece in poetry, prose, or a hybrid of the two that their counterparts would then write a response to. A central purpose of the project, to create a literary collection that reflected what it was like for Pittsburghers with disabilities to try to live their best lives in this city and region. Another purpose, to voice, to give voice, to listen to one another, and still another purpose, to call forth all our pens, keyboards, vocal cords, assisted devices, and signing hands to give a dynamic, textured testimony to the diversity of the lives pursued in our city. In this collection, you'll get to know State Representative Jessica Benham, former Pittsburgh ASL instructor and current Gallaudet professor Kenneth DeHaan, Longtime attorney and disability rights activist Paul O'Hanlon, business owner Elena Gibbs, U.S. Marine veteran Kevin Nixon, singers Ann Alter and Cedria Williams, retired psychologist Dr. Avis Zawadi, recent college graduate and business professional Mark Steidel, blogger and pit Outreach Coordinator. Heather Tomko, and deaf-blind interpretation instructor and advocate, Rich McGann. After reading this e-book or listening to the audio book, it would be impossible for anyone to say that there is such a thing as the disability experience, whether one is born with a disability or acquires a disability later in life. The experience is always nuanced and unique. And literature is nothing if not the language of nuance and uniqueness. The history of disability literature is long and rich, but has all too often been drowned out by the voices of the abled, talking about those who are disabled, or speaking for them. Our writers include non-disabled and abled Pittsburghers, some who have received national acclaim, including Katie Booth, whose The Invention of Miracles, Language, Power, and Alexander Graham Bell's Quest to End Deafness has been long listed for a 2022 Pan-America Award in Biography, and Cameron Barnett, whose Drowning Boy's Guide to Water was a finalist for the NAACP Image Award. Some with one or more book publications, including Céline de Rick St. John, Sheila Carter-Jones, Ava C. Cipri, Jason Irwin, and Jennifer Matissa. Matissa, along with Patty Murphy, has a long track record in journalism as well. Emerging writer Christina Hartman has numerous essay and story publications to her name, and U.S. Marine veteran Emilio Rodriguez continues to produce stunning poetry and prose that should be receiving much wider attention. At our first workshop, the folks who had agreed to share their stories and thoughts with writers met in Zoom breakout rooms to discuss their concerns about such a project. Then we discussed these issues in the large group. Representation is key, particularly when it comes to the ways in which marginalized groups are portrayed in our culture. And for those of us with disabilities, there is a lot of negative representation out there, as well as well-intentioned representation that nonetheless fails to meet the demand of nothing about us without us. One pitfall of such representation is a tendency toward inspiration porn a phrase that Australian writer, comedian, and disability rights activist Stella Young introduced in 2012 to characterize the ways in which individuals with disabilities have often been represented as exemplars of overcoming hardship for abled audiences. Well-meaning, though many of these representations may be, they often fail to truly see individuals beyond their disabilities. As Pittsburgh business owner Elena Gibbs writes in her collaboration with Celine Depac, I do not want to be someone's inspiration because I am sick and was able to shower myself today. I want to be an inspiration because I did something amazing. Over the course of several months, partners communicated, collaborated, and clarified. As an editor... I have been delighted to see the work take shape in a variety of forms, from bingo cards to mashups, from transcribed conversations to many-layered prose and poetry hybrids. In our second workshop in the spring of 2021, still pandemic, so still Zoom, we were able to discuss two of the drafts in progress, encouraging the collaborators and brainstorming on areas to be developed. Both of the pieces we workshopped showed the unlimited possibilities for listening and telling. Both tapped into innovative forms to make it happen. And I am grateful to all of the participants and to our sponsors and funders, as well as to everyone who was instrumental in coordinating this project and producing these books, including City of Asylum's Andres Franco. R. Henry Reese, Diane Samuels, Abby Limbersky, and Alexis Jabbar, as well as Jennifer Zveda Jordan at All Abilities Media, Audiobook Reader Carol Murphy, our afterward contributor Sheila Black, and our ebook designer Joel Coggins. We make things happen for each other, for ourselves, when we listen. When we speak our truth whether you are reading this book or listening to it i hope something happens to shift the way you see the disability ability binary pittsburgh is more livable for some of us than for others and our love for this city can drive us each to address that in our own way please share the book as far and wide as you can to educators legislators, employers, students, and all who have a stake in making Pittsburgh more inclusive and more vibrant.